Welcome to Blabbering. A week-by-week glimpse into a couple stumbling through life with a newborn. I'm Tilly. And I'm Dan. Each week over dinner, you'll learn Tilly is quite the feeder. We'll discuss the realities of raising our baby, talking through the highs, lows and honest confessions of this thing called parenting. Parenting won't be easy, but let's at least laugh about it. This This is Blabbering. Coming up this week, with the podcast being four weeks behind, we discuss baby's first Christmas outings, such as going to Panto's, also how to navigate post-newborn friendships, as well as a health scare that resulted in a doctor's visit. <laughs> wow. This is week nine. 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 Have we moved on to the months yet? Can we, can we stop tracking weeks and do months? Yeah, I don't know. Do you, I feel like people do that post-12, don't they? But we keep doing it. Well, we're going to always do weeks because we're doing this weekly. We would if we were like, she is two months and a quarter. We can do that if you want. Two point two five months. Do you like that? No. 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 <laughs> Probably nine weeks in. So today we're actually recording with our breakfast. So I've not made a snazzy meal. What have you got, darling? Explain how we do breakfast in this house. We do really full mouth. Okay, so. <clears throat> I have something called weekend breakfast, which is basically where I just eat kids' cereal for breakfast at the weekend. Yeah, I don't have it all the way through the week, which makes you like a really controlling wife. No, I know I, I agree with the principle. I just wouldn't have the discipline. So. so yeah, so during the week I make Dan healthy breakfasts, you know, yogurt, porridge, birch muesli, that sort of stuff. Still tasty because you're lucky you've got a chef wifey. But then on the weekends you're allowed to have yeah your super sugary kiddie cereal. Although, what's going to be our rules on this once it comes to weaning? Because we, we want to have Moonbeam not having sugar for the first few years. So how are we going to manage that? I think it'll just have to go and be replaced with, like, granola and dried fruit. I don't really mind, like, because you're happy with there being a lot of fructose-based stuff, yeah. like pure fruit sugar. Dad is definitely someone who gets hangry, aren't you, bubs? Yeah. So between the recording stuff not working earlier, it took me about... An hour and a half stuff this week with all the fucking hard work going wrong. Yeah, so you've got um, a slightly grumpy down, which is fair enough. I'd be pissed off too. But then also having not eaten for that period, now it's like fucking course to 12 and I haven't had breakfast. So I'm wolfing it down. I've not had breakfast either, which is naughty because I'm making booby juice. Can you grab mine? So what, what what cereal have you got today then, bubs? You've got combi. You like a mixture, don't you? Yeah, I like to find flavours that work together. So mm-hmm. today I've got Lidl's, no Aldi's, yeah, no Aldi's. Aldi went to Aldi, went, went big, went Aldi. Aldi's, like Biscoff balls, and their version of crunchy nut clusters, yeah. Nice. So what have you got for breakfast? So I've got something you'd absolutely love. It's got fucking tahini in, doesn't it? It's got tahini, I'm absolutely pervert for tahini. Thankfully, tahini is one of those things that makes you produce more milk. So I've got an excuse to eat lots of tahini. And it's high in iron, and I'm always a little bit anemic, so all the way since Chantahini. So I've got a mixture. I've got half skier, so super high protein yogurt, a vanilla skier, and half Greek yogurt. And then I've got a load of tahini on it. I've got some mixed seeds and some walnuts. So very different breakfasts. I don't really like a sweet breakfast. Sometimes, but not very often. Actually, although when you listen to this, it will be gone past Christmas, we're coming up to Christmas now, we're a week away from Christmas, every year Boxing Day, in my family, me and my mum and my sister, it's our tradition, we have to have pudding for breakfast on Boxing Day, so it's always like 
leftovers is pudding or Christmas cake or Yule log or whatever, but it's pudding for breakfast on Boxing Day. So that is a sweet breakfast that I have, but always with a coffee to balance it. I'm just going to edit out mentions of Christmas because I'm just going to pretend that this is four weeks behind. Why? There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's fair enough that we, in the first month of us having a newborn, we didn't post a pop us. We still recorded it, which I think is fairly impressive. But you don't have necessarily the capacity to edit and post it. I think that's all right. Fun. Yeah? It's all about being real on here, bubs. That's true. How's week nine been for you? Yeah, week nine's been good. Work's been quite chill, so it's allowed me to spend a lot more time with baby. She's a lot more engaging, so it doesn't just feel like I've got an expensive cat. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Sometimes it's just like, keep me alive, I demand things. And you're like, oh, cool. Now it feels more like I've got a dog, but it's like, keep me alive, but I will also give you love back. Yeah. So we're progressing closer to human. That's good. No. We'll let you know when we hit human territory. But you can speak. Oh, it's quite a while away. Yeah. I told you. It's getting trained like a dog until it's about two anyway. <laughs> At least you're not going to use the clickers. That's a reference to an earlier episode, if you haven't heard more. Yeah, Dan wants clickers for... Well, we're saying no to clickers for dogs. For dogs, but never for babies. How have I found this week? Nice. Done quite a few Christmassy things. I went to our first panto on Wednesday. My mum's a teacher at a college. And so me, mum, my pops, one of my sisters and one of her daughters went to panto, Cinderella. And Bubba was really well behaved. The audio there was like really hit and miss. At one time, you know, one person was be really quiet, one person would be like shrieking. So she had her little ear defenders on. She was a really good girl. She just had a little feed. She had a little look around. She loved the lights. I enjoyed the panto. I mean, I bloody love the panto. The shitter the better, quite frankly. You know, but that was a nice time with the family. And then the day after, me and Babs went to my niece Maisie's little Christmas sing song at a school with my sister, which is lovely. Always quite sweet to see, like, you know, a bunch of little five-year-olds just singing. And there's some of the Christmas songs I don't know anymore. They're like modern Christmas songs. I don't get them. What modern Christmas? Well, I don't remember because I didn't know them, so it didn't stick in my head. Oh, we're spilt. You're gone, the bubble. But that was that's been nice. And we went to one of my favourite places, Costco. <laughs> so it was Bubba's first Costco trip, um, which she was a good girl. We enjoyed all the samples. Well, there are lots of iconic samples, so I get I get one because it's cake, and I know you were cake, and you had double samples. Mm-hmm. And went to. Morrison's, another favourite shop of mine. Though this week I opted out of Costco, didn't I? We went to go get the cake, and I asked what it was as I picked it up. And there was <laughs> fruit cake, and then you picked it up and went, you can't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just turned to me and you went, I know, I was getting it for you. <laughs> and so I then had that all moment where I just turned back and, and just smiled and walked off two samples yeah, of cake. Obviously they didn't give a shit. It was like, you know, you've got kids and you get free bus fare until they're about five. And then you get a kid who's just turned five or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, free bus fare. And they're like, no, I'm five, which is exactly what I did to my mum. <laughs> oh. Okay. No. You always got to stop for a little bit of food when you go to Costco. Normally you get the big hot dog, don't you? Yeah. You went for the chicken bake, what it was called? Chicken slice or something? Yeah, well, chicken it bake. It was a slice, though, was it? Yeah, I think it was a chicken bake, you're right. It's a cylinder. 
Guess it doesn't sound very sexy. It's called a chicken cylinder, doesn't it? <laughs> Processed chicken bacon cylinder. Mm. Get in my belly. You can do that. And I, I got my standard jacket potato with tuna mayo and beans, which I know can be a controversial mix. Some people get tuna and beans. I think it's a great combo. How much was it for your jacket potato? Two ninety nine. Three pounds. And this, the amount of content in there. It's a huge potato, and then you get absolutely loads of toppings. I've never managed to finish one. Even on the hungriest pregnancy days, I couldn't finish one. So you always finish it for me, don't you? Or I give Papa the tuna mayo because he fucking loses his mind for tuna. For the he is an Costco, absolute perv for tuna mayo. For the, for the Costco of tuna mayo. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I remember one day we brought that back. But and we just put mind. it on the table. And he just kept running, like one end of the table to the other end, just with his head, like along the edge of the table, just <laughs> leaving drill marks the whole way. Um, we also went to rhyme time on Friday, but I went to a first rhyme time, which was really sweet. What to sort of see some more mums and sort of things. So obviously she's a bit too young to engage with it. She's sort of, I think she quite enjoys the stimulus. Lots of sort of like toys they throw around and little like jingle bell rattle things. Although I think she loves the noises a little bit too much for real. She does like it. And you started reading to her this week, haven't you? You've been doing some Aesop's Fables. Yeah, I've been reading the Aesop's Fables to her. Quite sure that's going to be yeah, so I've decided that my thing's going to be trying to read, do story time with her. And so the thing that I want to do, stories that I read to her are the Aesop's Fables. Quite enjoy them. Quite a good thing. To... They're quite short, which is good at the moment, isn't it? They're, they're almost a bit too short some of the time, currently. Yeah. It's literally like you open it up and then, what is it? It's doing like two pictures, one, two pictures. You read two pages for isn't it? Five minutes. Less than that, Dobbs. <laughs> so one of the things I wanted to discuss this week, because we've both talked to our friends about it, haven't we? From different friends, is that when you're having a baby, and I think particularly when you're sort of the first within your friendship group, your friends can often struggle with how to, I guess, connect and support you. Yeah. So not they don't want to, but never been through it before. They don't know what you need, and that what's going to be too much, and what's going to be, and so. A lot of my friends have been like, you know, sorry for not being great. I didn't really know what to do. I didn't really want to be left alone or how to support you or to, what to do, really. And that's not what we really thought about, was it, before we had Bubba? No. Because I've got experience in the sense that we both have experience because, like, I've got two sisters who've got three kids between them. So we've had experience supporting with our age with kids. I do also feel like it's, you know, it's a combination of facts. Firstly, it's a very weird stupidly British thing of being like, oh, I'm not going to answer because that's inconvenient. Maybe not that this is such a different experience to anything else they've had to go through with us in our friendship. Yeah. Because I know, like, you've already experienced that in the sense of, like, when you are when you lost your dad. Yeah. People don't know how to react. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and so you've always said, actually, that's not what... So you kind of know from that experience that actually when people are going through new times, difficult times, whatever it is, it doesn't actually benefit them for you to stay away. It benefits them for you to, to know that you are there and, to, and for them to know that whatever you, whatever capacity they need you, you are there for them. Well, it is incredibly isolating, I think, when you, especially when you're the first and when you're, yeah. you know, in, like I said, at the beginning, it can just feel like you've got this incredibly fragile cat that you're looking after. 
And so it's nice to at least have people who who are looking out, even if they don't actually come around, or even if you say, no, I don't want to see you right now. It's nice to have people sort of send you messages and be like, I hope everything's going all right as it were. You know, it's like you say, it's, it is a bit like grief in that everyone's going to deal with it differently. Hmm. Everyone's going to want to be, you know, different types of interaction, the level of interaction. You know, I don't really believe that there's anyone out there that's unable, they know as it were. I mean, maybe there are, but I feel like surely if you give somebody enough, if you give, if you give somebody enough of a backdoor in where you ask the question so that they can, they don't have to be obliged about it. It's always nicer to have asked and then accept that they might tell you, sorry, I really can't, you know, I'm just too busy or too hectic or maybe I'll say in two weeks time or whatever. Yeah. I think people just, when it comes to having a baby, I think people worry very easily about overwhelming people because it is obviously such an overwhelming experience in general. But I've been seeking to go around because it's just so monotonous. Otherwise it's too, it's just literally like, there's just such a list of stuff that needs to be done and none of it's fun. Yeah. So when people come around, I'm like, fuck oh, good, I've got an excuse not to go do a poo pick or go, you know, do the dishwasher or do a clothes wash or these sorts of things. Because otherwise, it's just literally like, it does just feel a bit like, okay, what, what am I doing today? And you just list off a load of admin. Admin. And, and you're always behind. You try and do the same way around things before you have a baby. Now everything takes double the time. So when, when oh, people do come around, it's like, oh, phew, you can fuck off that job. And also, we, 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 we are social, sociable people. We enjoy having people over. Not like you have to host them massively. You might make them a cup of tea or give them a biscuit or something. We're not expecting much. And if you do think you are going to be in the way, because people say, oh, I don't want to be in the way. Don't just sit on my sofa, get up and do my dishwasher. People always say, it's like, <laughs> do me a 15 minute job and I'll be incredibly grateful if you just came around and yeah. was like oh look chief I want to be in your way I'll stay for an hour and I'll help you out by doing the job You've got 15 minutes of my time what is it I could give people so many like, one fair, single 15 minute jobs There's all my friends have asked that I'm just not really good at accepting that so uh, I was like what can I do like, can I run the hoover around and I'm like no no it's fine it's fine because I feel bad, except I'm just not very good at accepting it. So we probably could have had a lot more things done for us. To a certain degree, I do. I, I want to I enjoy the time with them. I want them to sit and just keep me company and have a chat. I don't really want them to go to my bathroom or whatever. Put laundry, a dishwasher, put a wash on, work some bleach down the lab. Yeah. But I think we know, I think, I guess we're now better prepared when our friends, because we've got friends who are expecting in February, and obviously they're not, they don't live near. But no. When we do go see them, we know it's helpful, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, when we visit them, we'll be like, okay, why don't you go like an hour or something and we can look after the butts or we can yeah, or bring you a dinner. Or... Yeah, that's the other thing. Food. Somebody, some nice food. Well, that's what I did for my siblings, wasn't it? Yeah. So every time my sisters had kids... When I go see them for the first time with a baby, I always bring them a bag full of meals that I've prepped for their freezer. So it might be like a load of lasagnas or cottage pies or I think one of my sisters did a massive roll of cookie dough so she could just slice a slice up and make a biscuit for herself and the other and every time she wanted it. And like a couple of boxes of tea and biscuits and things. Because okay. even before we had so, I was just aware that actually 
Sorry, I'm just not the right not to name man. It's just when I'm in the conversation, it's difficult. So we're just going to use a name. Okay. And whether, you know, when you're tired, even now, if you're, when you're not tired from like a baby, it's in general, for you, when you're yeah. overwhelmed, this is not work, or whatever it is, the last thing you want to think about is cooking yourself food. And that's actually when you need to be sustained, you need a good meal. Yeah. So that's my advice for people. If you go and have a bring a dinner for them and run the around. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you've got friends like me, he's going to say, no, 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 just fucking ignore them. Yeah, do a job that you know you slightly do and you don't need that much input for. Yeah, like my mum slides sometimes when she comes around. Like she'll come around and I'll go, I'll go do something for whatever reason. I can't remember, I popped the shop, so I've gone upstairs to, I don't know, have a pill or something. I'm upstairs and she's cleaning my kitchen for me or she's done the dishwasher, even when I said, don't, don't do it. Yeah. And I'm always eternally grateful for that. Yeah. Probably because she knows I'm not very good at accepting it as well. She's the same. Well, I'm doing there are many British people that will be like, Yes, clean my house, mid chairs, bye. Yeah. So, so think of jobs do without much direction. Like, yeah. you can probably empty and reload the dishwasher, might just not be able to put everything well, in the right place. Cover, it's not hard. It's just, yeah, but even if you can't, at least you've restacked it. And I've now only got to put away a quarter of the things yeah. because you can find a few items. Or yeah, and like when you're on your way over. Be like, can I get anything from the shop for you? Like, do, yeah. you, do you need a pint of milk or some juice or bread or whatever it is? Yeah. But I do get why people are nervous about it. Also, oh, well, not everyone's actually bothered by babies. They just feel awkward because they don't really know what to do with babies because they're sort of like, oh, don't really like babies. They don't really know what to do in a situation. It's not, it's not something they can connect on or understand. But for me, it's not about, it's about the person that I care about. Yeah, it is. But I and think it's just... important to them and so I want to be there for them yeah I agree and that's that's very much how I am but not everyone is like that not everyone understands things in the same way as that they can be like I really love this person but right now they're not quite the same person I don't know what to give them I think if you care about the person they've just had something new that's happened that they really care about and if they also care about you they definitely want to share that with you so even if you don't get it, even if you don't enjoy it, or even if it's not your kind of thing, mm-hmm. just go with the with the intention of learning what it is they now like. If someone's your friend, you want to understand their their passions and the thing. Like I have friends, I you know talk about things that I really don't care about, and I will I will entertain it for a brief amount of period. Feel like it's the same thing where you want to go around, you want to share in this person's hmm. new, what is effectively a huge part of their life. So even if you don't like babies or you don't understand what to do with, them, I guess it's quite a lot of self awareness. Yeah, I guess. And you know, what's it, they've all got their own lives as well, their own stresses and their own things going on. They might have stuff that's you know, for we know, like someone could have shit could have really hit the fan in their life just as Bubs was born. And they're trying to deal with their shit, and, and so it's not going to be top of their priority, even though they can really care and love you. It's because it's really important to us. Just as, you yeah. know, it could just like it's something really big and important happening to them that maybe isn't positive, maybe it's a negative. Yeah, I do try and remember that. I can't just see my nipples. I'm just trying to shut She's roughly on it. She's standing about some. She's standing about the nipple. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh yeah, back on the nipple. Moonbeam's feeding away. So yeah, I guess to recap, always ask because no harm in asking. You ask, make sure you do give them away if they need to. Yeah. And 
around that it can be new parents are quite isolated. So make sure you have time to connect with um quite important. Yes. And then also slightly try and get away to a job for Yeah, I think if you know if you're someone who is about to have a baby or in that process that I think as far as possible and it's hard you don't know how you're gonna feel after a baby's born because you, especially it's your first, you've never gone through it before. But I think as far as possible if you can, maybe say to your friends beforehand how you want to be supported. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Someone who's gone through something before and you go, actually, you know, when I'm really tired or I'm stressed or I'm overwhelmed, this is actually what I need. Like, I'm someone who needs to be left alone or I'm someone who needs to have that sort of just a little bit of text contact or phone calls, whatever it is. And you have to change your mind because the baby's born if that's not how you feel. Yeah. But, but you know what? Bob's on the way. Afterwards, can you give me a couple of dates? So calm size, please reach out and I'll let you know when I'm ready to see you. Or, oh, oh yeah, like that first week, you're probably not going to want to see them. But again, it's their own. Exactly, it's yeah. just unlikely that in that first week. I think there's nothing wrong with sort of putting that groundwork down. Just like, you know, we try in a relationship to be like, you know, these things are probably going to change and, you know, being prepared for that. Your relationship with your friends is going to change. All your relationships are going to change because suddenly the most important thing in your world has changed. Yeah. Whereas before, you were the most important thing in your life, or your partner was the most important thing in your life. You now have a tiny human to look after who is the centre of your world. But I think also being like to your friends, letting them know, because they, they probably have realised, but it's no, there's, there's nothing wrong with telling someone something they already know. It's being like, actually, I'm probably going to be a shit friend for a couple of months because I'm not going to have much space left in my you know, brain, love, or heart, whatever, to give to you. Yeah. I'm going to be so well, busy and learning and tired that I'm sorry if I don't touch this with you for a couple of months. Please, if something is important or you need my support, do contact me. Because I know I've had friends for the past few months and they've, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you've gone through that because they've not wanted to bother me. Yeah. Um, which I, I totally get and appreciate. Actually, I still want to be there for my friends, but I might just not have the capacity to ask them if they're okay as much at the moment. But I still care for them. I still want to be there. I'm still, I would still drop everything to support them if they needed me. But if my friend needed to stay for a couple of days, I would go there. I would bring her with me. If that's what they need, you know, I still want to be there. But I just might not necessarily ask them as much at the moment. So I think that's with friends as well. You don't want to lose your goodness. And like all relationships, takes work. Yeah. It is. So your friends suddenly understand it instantly, changing the relationship. But you've had friends. You've had to sort of have communications with you over the past few months. You were able to give you what you wanted to give you, or they didn't understand what you wanted. Yeah. And that's just the learning curve. Yeah, I think like the first person to come around was, was Nick, and he, he, you know, while he hasn't had his own kid, his sister has, and so he's very understanding of what, what it's like. So he did just want to come around, see the baby, check on me, you know, and. I think he did ask, you know, if there was anything to do with stuff like that. Mm. I think that's, that's the right way to do that and just give people a, an opportunity to say no. But as a friend, if you're the person having a baby, reach out to your friends and say, look, I'd like these are my new expectations almost of friendship. And if it's the other way and you're friend has just had a baby reach out and sort of say I know this is a new time for you and you, you, you know 
things are changing all the time. Uh, you know, if you know, this is what you need. How want me best be your friend now? And also, I think you're asking the person who's had the movement. Don't ask too much of them. Like, I think even that might be too much. Be like, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Is that okay? Rather than going, what would you want? Because you might have the brain power to think about what you want. You might be like, if I come over next week for an hour, would that suit you? And there's just yes or no one. Does that might be all they can give you? So yeah. you really tough time. We had it fairly easy. You had a bit of issues with feeding and stuff, and there's the standard things of cloudcursing to not much sleep and stuff, but actually we had a pretty good time. You can't complain. Yeah. Whereas people have a really rough time at the beginning, and they really struggle. And so they might not be able to answer that question of what they need. They need from you. Yeah. But I think, again, this is what I think you might need, or this is what I'd like to give. Is that okay? They might, they might go, no. That's fine. No. Oh, actually, that really nice. But they might go, do you know what, actually? Could you come over first thing in the morning? Because actually, that's when my baby's easiest. And I could probably give you an hour or so then. Whereas later on the day, you know, she's fussier and I'm just going to be all over the place and I'm not going to want someone there. Yeah. Yeah, we thought that was an important thing to discuss. So I don't think you think about that really before. No, you definitely don't. But I can't, you know, I figured that I would just have, you know, it would be the same, but I'd have a baby there if that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not really. No, there'll be times where it is. Like yesterday, I went to see one of my closest friends, and that was sort of the first time I'd left. I'd been without Zola, rather than going to the gym. It was a long time I've been away from her. Yeah. She was born. Because I sort of said to my friends, we said we wanted to meet up before she, she goes for Christmas. And I was like, well, would you like me to bring the Would that just, just be me? Because I'm also aware that once you have a baby, you kind of always want to bring the baby. Actually, they might not want that. They might want some time with you alone. And that's well. Yeah, that's quite important. Because otherwise, like it's the same with just when I want to fancy our dog anyway. I I know that it's my job to manage that. Mm-hmm. That is my responsibility. And so there will always be some element of my capacity focusing on are they behaving in a way, you know, is is good. And obviously with a baby it's like tenfold because you know, it's a very sleep, it's very crying, do I need to change a nappy, do I need to try and feed it, do I need to and all these things are obviously gonna completely change like how much capacity you then have. To your person that you're with. Yeah. So my friend was like, actually, I'd really love to see you both have some one on one time. I was like, absolutely fine. Because if you're wanting to get proper catch up, you can't do that with the baby. Though. Like you said, you're not going to be able to concentrate so and give your friend the attention they deserve. And it's not they don't want to see your child or don't care. It's just that that's different. It's a different experience, isn't it? Yeah. So, 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 so with you and I went in, we had a lovely coffee and a catch up, and that was really, really nice. And I really enjoyed it. Then I had to leave because our boobs were getting really sore. I needed to feed her. Really good few hours chatting, and it was lovely. You saw your compound, didn't you? And that way, you can spend longer and you can just pop. Yeah, and so I think that's that's important to remember as well that not everyone's going to care. Well, not that's not true. Not that they're not going to care. It's that you shouldn't expect that everyone's going to want to, you know, have the baby. It's not that they don't want you as a package the whole time. Yeah. You're still your person right before you have the baby. Yeah. I think some people, you know, people can easily forget people kind of, I think that goes both ways. You know, some, sometimes 
your friends can kind of view you as somebody who's changed or won't want to do these things because you've now had the baby or whatever. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, you kind of need to remember that your friends may also want that element of you, if that makes sense, because obviously you're not going to be able to have the conversation or whatever if you're keeping your eye on the baby all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think. There's lots of things you should you forget to consider before having a baby. Well, forget, I guess, you're just not aware. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now for a quick word from our sponsors. Ha! <laughs> no, am I kidding? We don't have any sponsors. But if you were to leave us some five-star reviews and maybe some lovely words, we might do. Fuck me, that was desperate. <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, it's loads of fights. How is loads of fights? Let's see. It's been quite a lot of highs. It's been quite a nice week. Like I said, every week. So I just know maybe that's a, that's a really irritating for people to hear. Oh, oh last, last night was lovely. We had a lovely bath last night. So, so definitely a little bit of an explosive stick, didn't you? Yeah. And so I'll like, give a bit of whack in the bath. So me and her a nice little bath. bath. I mean, she's got this light thing that my mum bought her, which projects sort of light shapes out onto the ceiling. And it spins this sort of move, and she yes, absolutely loves that. She she loves lights so much, and so she's really enjoying all the Christmas lights. And, and so, so we turned off the light in the bathroom, just about projecting and moving. And her in the water, and she's, she's having an absolutely lovely time. And you're pouring warm water over her, which she enjoys. Yeah, she definitely likes. But the problem with a bath is that we can't sit in it with her and submerge her. So there's there's always going to be some part of her that's out of the bath. And then that part was feeling cold. She had a first little hair wash, a little bit of baby, baby shampoo. shampoo. She had a scalp massaged. So that was lovely. How about you? What's your, your high of the week? My high of the week. I actually quite enjoyed our little, our little trip out on Friday when we went to all the different places. Oh, Costco and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite nice to just be going around and do it. Or just normal stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Family line. Yeah, I did, yeah. I'm, I'm sure in a few years, I'll disagree with that. That's fucking awful because they're just going to be your wine and stuff. Buy me that 4,000. Okay, TV, please, Manny. I mean, I was like that when I was a kid. Doesn't you no, either? I really don't get the nose in. Build up strong momentum on the nose. And we get the nose in as in, like, in no. the nose. Face nose, I was like, I don't understand this expression. No, no. Okay, I'll let you carry on. No, no, no. Yeah. And they do have massive TVs in Costco. They're ludicrously large. Yeah, and you just, they just, just look so outrageous. I think Arshad's more likely to be like, can I have that massive chicken? And I'm more likely to be like, only if you share it with daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have that tray of cake? Yeah, all right. Another bag of avocados. Sure. Mum was proud. <laughs> okay, well, that's nice. That's unexpected. Okay, what's your low being? Let's bring it back down to earth. Think of one. I don't have any particular. I do this another week. I didn't have a low this week. Let me carry <laughs> on. All right. So it wasn't like a proper low, but it was like a for a time. On Thursday, after I see Jess, amazing thing. And like Zoe had been sick a few times. Yeah. 
I just put it a lot more and they got a bit green and I was just like, oh, I think she's okay, but I'm not sure. And obviously, you know that babies can go bad quite quickly, especially with dehydration. I was bit so, so, so worried. So we called up 111 and they were sort of, okay, try and go see a doctor in the next 12 hours. And so we took her in. And it was all, it was all fine. It turns out that before we were giving her baby Gavascon for her reflux yeah. day. And we didn't realize that baby Gavascon is constipating slightly. So, so she's only really been coming once a day for right. however long. And we thought, oh, she's just a one pill a day of baby. Yeah. That's fine. And, and obviously that, that we stopped taking that because it finished. And so since then, she's, she has been a little bit sick more often. Not crazy amounts, never excessively, but just because we weren't used to it, it seems like suddenly she was being sick more. And then also, because we stopped taking her, she was suddenly pooing more. And... It, it, was, it was a bit green, which turns out was just because she wasn't getting like the hind milk, so the fatty milk at the end of the feed. Like I've been told, she she wasn't getting the end milk, and, and so nothing was wrong. It's just sort of the combination of things that made it seem like something was. And so you can tell his GPs, bless him, he's really nice, but obviously they must get really annoyed at first parents being like, "That's so wrong." He's like, she's absolutely fine. Basically, she's just gone from slightly constipated to not being constipated, so now she poos more. Yeah, and, and she's, she's going to be a bit because. because She's not, not on reflux medication. Yeah. You know, they're saying we don't advise you giving that because it does cause cause which can increase the chance of colic. It's not actually solving the reflux. Yeah, because all it does is it actually just you know, reflux to a degree he was saying is natural. Um, yeah. Something. The the thing that stops it from happening, whatever part in the body it is. And so, so what, what actually Gavascon is a coagulant, and all it does is just thicken up the milk once it hits the belly, and so it makes it harder to vomit stuff, so they're less likely to. Yeah, being constipated. It was nice having your own day baby there. I will say that you just had one absolute massive shit. Just one massive shit, and like you know, filling nappies sometimes come out the back of a nappy so full. But then you're like, oh, that's that one done for the day. They don't have to worry about pivots all week from here. Yeah. Whereas now yeah. you get like lots of little nuggets where you're just like, well, that was pointless. Sure, Either it's, 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 I would say it's generally not more than three. Well, uh, definitely not more than three like proper poos, but sometimes you'll end up with just a little nugget. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just a bit of a forceful fart that's come yeah. out. She likes a good shot. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's kind of my low this week. It's just, yeah, so it's not like an awful low, but there's a point where I was a little bit worried, like, and your brain goes into meltdown or overload or over worried sometimes. So I was driving her back and I was, wait, you were calling one once I was driving. Yeah, I think this And obviously I can't hear her. She's in the back. And suddenly I'm like, oh God, she choked on vomit and she's dead. No, no, your brain just goes into the worst paranoia instantly. Suddenly going, no, no, you're okay. Sort of look back and see my foot's moving. I think that was probably my though as well, but for different reasons. I had my Christmas party that Wednesday night, and so I was very much in the mindset of she's fine, we don't need to do anything. And then you just came in with kind of panicked energy, and I was like, okay, no more kind of feeling rough and sleepy, you just kind of want to try and get on. And then one on one, hung up on me like three, four times. Well, I was, I was trying, trying to do, was it nonstop? Yeah, yeah, one more, I think. I was just, so between, between the fact that I was there trying to 
to match your energy, well, not match your energy, but cater to. Yeah. When I really couldn't and knew I didn't really actually need to. And then one more one, just being shithead. I was nearly just often told you to calm down. That's not going to help. No, and like also, I, I, I was fairly sure she was fine, but I was like, it's just not worth the risk. No, and that's kind of why I got on board because it's like at the end of the day, it's an hour out of my day where I'm not really doing that much. Well, two hours out of my day, not really doing that much because I'm, you know, hanging a bit at a Christmas party. Yeah, that's not worth it. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, and that's just how I always feel with her. And when it's with you and me, I'm like, fuck it, we're fine. But with her, I'm just like, oh. You'd never forgive yourself or something. And so I'm pretty, pretty sure it's fine. Just gonna check it. Yeah. Okay, okay so, so those who are knows. Funny. My funny. So a lot of so quite, quite a few explosive poos this week. That's, that's more sketchy. Funny. I did quite enjoy her reaction when we were at the panto. Yeah. Every time there was a loud noise or a clap, she'd sort of do her little stuff and she you know, she sort of spreads her limbs out on her hand. Oh yeah. And so even when she had like the Earphones on. She's still here through them, which is perfect. She knows there's a change in volume. So she goes, wow, she just sort of strings back in again. And at one point, she's on my lap. This woman was like, oh, you know, what a cute baby. That gin is mission. How old is she now? And she sort of went, oh, how are you? And so it was just something rolled her eyes. She obviously wasn't what, you know. Wasn't actually rolling right, right, but it was very good timing. So I enjoyed that. So, so mine was actually even earlier this morning or tonight. So I was there lying in bed, and I was there. I had a sexy dream. I was like, oh, wasn't sure if it was real or not. And then got woken up to some huge pain, change and nappy. So well, it's definitely not real. This sexy dream is definitely not real. Crash, Dan. Reality. Oh, is that why you start talking about sex instantly? Well, this morning. Okay, okay go, go on, on, roll on. Noises. Give me a pop up. Okay, so here yeah, we have one from the internet. When my daughter was four months old, she had to come to a business branch of me. It wasn't super formal, but still a business meeting. She was, she was sitting, sitting in a car seat on the table, table and the client I was meeting with started to wrinkle up his face. Then, then I spelled why. I look over and there was a poop coming out of the bottom of the car seat. I quickly exited and carried the car seat into the bathroom, which was about two feet away from our table. It was then that I realized I did not have wipes and I did not have a change of clothes. Luckily, I did have a for the, the next, next 20, 20 minutes, while my daughter screamed at the top of her lungs, I used wet paper towel to try and clean her up. Her outfit went, went into scratch. So bad. 20, 20 minutes, minutes, no one knocked. Whoa. Whoa. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you, you go. Fantastic. Sorry, for the next 20 minutes, while my daughter screamed at the top of her lungs, I used wet paper towels to try and clean her up. Our outfit went into the trash so bad. For 20 minutes, no one knocked on the door of the restroom. There was only one in this crowded restaurant. When I got back to the table with a baby clad only in a diaper and a car seat that had no lining, my client was in stitch. He said that he kept watching women go up to the bathroom and start to try the handle. Looked horrified when they heard the screaming and run back to their tables. Now, 
even if, if I, I don't have my baby with me, I have wipes, wipes and a change of clothes in my pocket book. Never. Never. Again. <laughs> can you imagine that? that? I can. I can absolutely imagine like that. Like shit out of the oh. car seat. Yeah. That's savage. That's savage. We've had it go in the car seat. Yeah, we have, yeah. But, but not, not so bad that it then goes, goes out, out the other side. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, bother it. You're saving that up for us. Oh, well, well let's call cool that okay then. Yeah. Let's go clean up that bow. Yeah. I've got You're a stat. Yeah? Yeah, like a maker. She often does, doesn't she? Not a surprise face. Yeah. No, she moves her head around. Right. Yeah. They're excellent neck control. Bye bye, people. Yeah. Just wait one moment. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you're enjoying it, please let us know by leaving a review or sending us some feedback. The email is blabberingpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories, any feedback, any news, any thoughts. Also, you can find us on Instagram. The handle is blabberingpod. We're active on there as well, so you could DM us. And yeah, if you've got five seconds, please leave a rating. If you've got a bit more, please leave a review. The words are very helpful. And give us a follow.